Welcome back to the Swarm Report podcast. We are back for season two of my career on the podcast, noticeably. If you guys remember from last season, I lost my co-host. Zach graduated, but I have a new one. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? My name's Neil. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm a political science major, or political science and journalism major, just like Isaac over here. So got some few things in common. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Anything else you want to you tell the people? We... Uh, Kind of went over our our major sports teams last year. You want to tell us yours, so I can heckle you about them throughout uh, the. My intros? major sports teams are the Packers, the Warriors, and I'm not really doing baseball anymore. I used to be mm. an A's fan, but I'm kind of over their ownership, so I'm not going to play those games anymore. Noticeably, is wearing a River Cats hat as he says he's not a baseball guy. I I love I, I like baseball. I played baseball, but I'm just, I've given up on the A's because I'm over them underpaying players and not actually fielding a team, just taking MLB revenue. Amen. Well, Zach was also a Packers fan, so I've got plenty of jokes already uh, already pent up for you. With that being said, uh, let's have it in sports. And joining us now is our very talented Sac State sideline reporter, Siani. Siani, how did our basketball teams do this week? So this last game versus Eastern Washington was going to be tough for the Sac State Hornets as the Eagles are undefeated in league play. Eastern Washington started the game hot, racing out to a 19-point lead. But the Hornets closed the first half with a 24-4 run, and they went into halftime with a 35-34 lead. The second half was all Eagles as they opened with a 20-4 run, giving them a 60-45 point lead, and they held that double-digit lead for the rest of the game. Eastern Washington shot 65% from the field, the highest mark by a Sac State opponent this season, Caleb McRae led the Hornets with 16 points and eight boards. And so I was there at the game and it was nothing but high energy from start to finish. Sac State fans in the crowd were waiting for any bucket. The second half was filled with loud eruptions from the crowd, but the Hornets really struggled to find their groove. That's a tough loss for our boys. That would have been a big win for them. Uh, Where are they off to this week to try and get back in the winning column? So coming up next, the Hornets will travel to Northern Arizona. The last time these teams faced off, the Hornets stung the Lumberjacks in an upset with 59-56 win in the nest. Sac State had three players scoring double figures with leading scorer Zach Chappelle's team high of 16 points. Hopefully they can pull off the season sweep versus the Lumberjacks and get back to 500 in league play. On the other side of the court, how are our women doing? So the Sac State women's basketball team had a week of ups and downs. They had a tough loss to Eastern Washington, 64-53, but they bounced back versus Idaho. With senior Kalijah Dean leading the way and flirting with a triple-double, the team had a huge first half and held on for a 77-70 win against Idaho. The win not only ended their three-game losing streak, but also marked the first time they have won on Idaho's home court in seven years. They swept the regular season series with the Vandals and are 16-6 overall and 7-4 in the Big Sky Conference. Seven years. That's a long time. I bet the seniors were very happy to get that win. Where are they off to this week? So this upcoming week, they host Northern Arizona on Thursday and Northern Colorado on Saturday in the Nest. And I will be covering the games. You can follow us on Instagram at State Hornet Sports for live coverage and updates on any future games. Siani, thank you so much for coming on. Your coverage of the games has been awesome, and we're excited to hear from you again next week on how our basketball teams do. And just so you guys know, Siani will be joining us weekly for her own sports report, and we're very excited for her breakdowns. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. The Sac State indoor track and field teams had a successful day at the Washington State Invite. 
with three school top 10 marks and 17 personal bests being recorded. Freshman Ava Fitzgerald and Zachary Winger both ran top 10 times in the 60-meter hurdles, with Fitzgerald placing 7th in the finals and Winger finishing 6th. John Gibbs triple jumped 48 feet 11 inches, moving into 6th place in the Hornet record book and finishing 5th at the meet. Gibbs also set a career best in the pole vault along with Andrew Lehner. The Hornet men also had two personal bests in the 60-meter hurdles and four in the 400-meter run. The women also set career bests in the 60-meter dash and in the 60-meter hurdles with Tia Outlaw and Cameron Brown breaking nine seconds for the first time. The distance runners, including Kalina Nurus, all set personal bests and Alexia Crawford was ninth in the triple jump. The team will next compete at the New Mexico Don Kirby Invitational. At the Valley Invitational Women's Golf Tournament, Sac State finished in fourth place, making it their fourth consecutive fourth place finish this year. Jennifer Koga tied for seventh place to lead the team. The team shot 302 during the final round, which was tied for the second lowest of the day. Other standout players for the Hornets include Caitlin Maurice, Sienna Lyford, Tess Blair, and Ella Kraft. The team will next compete at the Gun Rock Sacramento Invitational at Del Paso Country Club on February 27th and 28th. The Sac State women's tennis team continued its winning streak with two 7-0 shutouts against the Academy of Art and Fresno Pacific. The team has started this season with its best record since 2011 and remains undefeated in doubles as well as winning all six singles contests in straight sets. The standout player was Maya Gorbanova who remained perfect on the year in singles and doubles. The team now hits the road for three matches in Southern California against UC San Diego, UC Irvine, and St. Mary's. The Sac State men's tennis team pulled off a remarkable comeback to beat St. Mary's 4-3 in a nail-biting match that had to be resumed after being halted by rain. The Gales took an early 3-0 lead, but the Hornets didn't give up and won four straight singles matches to secure the victory. Mark Kecky, Ori Mayor, Rudolphs Askinokes, and Adam Chodur stepped up and provided the much-needed win for the team, with Chodur delivering the match-winning point. Hornets finished their five-match homestand with a perfect 5-0 record and are now 6-2 overall. Head coach Kevin Kurtz was proud of his team's resilience and fight, and they're now gearing up for a tough match against 16th-ranked Stanford. The Sac State gymnastics team put on a dazzling performance on Friday at Air Force. Amber Koth was a star, tying for first place on beam and floor, while Sarah Luttrell wowed the crowd with her winning vault performance. Latrell shined in the all-around coming in third place. The Hornets ended the meet with a strong outing on beam, with Koth and Grace Gilman impressing the judges. They head to UC Davis on Sunday. Sac State Softball is co-hosting the NorCal kickoff tournament this weekend, with nine games taking place at Shea Stadium from the 9th to the 12th. Sac State will play in five of these games against UC Davis, Pacific, Rutgers, Santa Clara, Seattle University, and Utah Valley. The Hornets have an experienced roster with 18 players returning, including seven all-conference players and three all-region players. The five games this week will be the longest homestand of the season for the Hornets, who were named co-favorites to win the Big Sky. Sac State softball suffered a 2-1 loss to rival UC Davis on Thursday the 9th. Stay tuned to thestatehornet.com for a softball beat writer, Aureli Durant's coverage from the weekend. And that's all from us for the Swarm Report for this week. Uh, keep it locked right here. We'll be back next week with more updates and insight. Thanks, guys.